Hi, everyone. This is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 2. Today, I'm talking about the anatomy of emotions. Have you ever been confused about your own emotions? Have you ever wondered what these buzz topics about emotions mean, like emotional health or emotional intelligence? And how do emotions fit into the spectrum of being human and following Jesus? Let's talk about this for the next two weeks. Here are a few reasons people want to talk about emotions in our culture. Families have been silent or suppressed emotions for far too long. So children are growing up emotionally underdeveloped. We try to halt children's emotions, or we don't talk about emotions in the family. You see this early on as parents interact with their children's emotions. When a child hurts themselves or is expressing some sort of sadness or crying, you often see parents interact with that emotion saying things like, it's okay, you're strong, you're okay, you're all right. And it's almost like they stop the expression of the emotion. There's an uncomfortability with certain emotions in our culture. Young adults grow up not having a framework for healthy emotions. And in our culture, emotional expressions are often guarded. We feel uncomfortable expressing our true emotions. Pathways for emotional health and emotional intelligence are not taught in our schools and often not taught in our homes. So you have this cultural makeup currently that is emotionally undeveloped, emotionally uneducated, and a lot of us have silenced or suppressed our emotions. This is leading to kind of a stirring amongst millennials and Gen Z because these two generations realize there's a major deficit around the subject and experience of emotions. And so they're passionately pursuing a healthy construct for emotional health and emotional intelligence. I read this in an encyclopedia of psychology and counseling recently, and and it really struck me. It said this. Personality is built on a foundation of emotional expression. So if we're not teaching a healthy construct for emotional health, emotional expression, emotional intelligence, then really we're holding back the personality that God gave to us. So as we dive into this, let's begin with some basics. Let me answer a few questions First is, what are emotions? Just to preface this real quick, a couple of quick points. First of all, emotions are complex. They're not easily understood because there's a complexity on the spectrum of understanding emotions. Some are healthy, some are unhealthy. Trying to learn uh, all of that, it takes time and it takes experience. They're also, pardon me, immensely important. So they're complex, emotions are, and they're important. And it's important to encourage all of us. None of us will be perfect emotionally. We're fallen people. We're imperfect. We're going to mess up emotionally. We're going to mess up in our emotional interactions. The important part is that we're all growing. 
we're all learners on the spectrum of emotions. So we should all have this pursuit of, yes, we realize we're going to be imperfect emotionally, but yes, on the other end, we're going to be learners emotionally and constantly in progress and growing. Every single human being feels every single day. Emotions like happiness sometimes, or maybe sadness, love, and sometimes fear, anxiety, and sometimes joy, anger, and sometimes compassion, and sometimes jealousy. So there's these all these emotions that we feel uh, throughout a day or a week or a month. Oxford Dictionary defines emotions as this, a strong feeling deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationship with others. So these feelings that are undergirded by a situation in life or a mood that you're in or some sort of relational interaction. The origin of the term emotion is really interesting. It came from uh, a French word, emotion. Uh, It was based on two Latin terms, which meant to uh, move out. And this French term had this idea of excitement or excite. So it's something coming out of you. And psychology defines emotion often as this, a complex state of feelings that result in physical and psychological changes that influence thought and behavior. So in psychology, there's this complex state of feeling, understanding the human condition and how we're wired, and it results in our physical, our body, and psychological, uh, our, our mind, changes that influence our thought and behavior. I believe that God is the origin of emotions. Why? Because God feels. Because God expresses all healthy emotions. And God gave us the ability to have emotions, become emotionally intelligent, and to be healthy emotionally. Most of this I'll talk about next week. But let's jump into emotional intelligence right now and save the rest for next week. What is emotional intelligence? One of the popular discussions about emotions in our culture is on the subject of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the skill to recognize and name your own emotions and those of other people around you. So it's this ability to discern, to recognize your personal emotions when you're feeling sad or happy or angry or jealous. All of these emotions that are interwoven into your daily makeup and feelings. And then also to be able to recognize the emotions of people around you. And that's this relational capacity to engage on an emotional level and to recognize the emotions going on in the relationships that you have. To go on a little deeper level, to go below that surface, it's the idea of having a capacity to be aware of, control, and express your own emotions. And then to have an interpersonal intelligence based on relationships uh, to interact with people. I could break it down like this. Understanding your own emotions, understanding other people's emotions, controlling and filtering your own emotions, expressing your emotions in a healthy way, relating to other people's emotions, 
and relating to others in an emotionally healthy manner. You know, every single day, we have interactions with our own personal emotions. For example, I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. And sometimes when I get onto a plane, I've traveled a lot over the last seven, eight years. But once in a while, I'll get onto a plane and I'll have an immense amount of anxiety. I'll start sweating. Uh, I'll have this just nervous energy. And it's not because I'm thinking about the plane going down or what have you. Maybe sometimes I do. But there's this emotion that is uh, going on, stirring inside of me. And so we have to recognize those emotions, but we also have to control and filter those emotions. You have to ask yourself, why am I having that emotion? What is happening in me? Am I tired? Am I exhausted? Am I worried about the flight? Uh, do I not want to be on this plane? Do I have a fear of being in an airplane 36,000 feet in the air? You got to start digging into that emotion, right? To, to gain emotional intelligence. And then you have to control it. If you are worried, you have to uh, learn how to filter those thoughts. If you're exhausted, you've got to get some rest and so on and so forth. We also have emotional interactions every day with other people. So as we're engaging with people, we begin to have a sense of awareness. How are they feeling? I just said this and maybe it came off wrong. And I've probably done that a million times. I'm leading this group and maybe right now I'm too intense or maybe I'm being OCD or uh, maybe how I'm communicating isn't coming across the way I wanted it to. Or maybe I'm communicating well and some people are having some adverse reactions because they don't want to jump on board. They're not into synergy, teamwork or what have you. And so there's this ability to interact with people and recognize their emotions and then Work through that as you are becoming emotionally aware in engaging with other people. It happens all the time in our deepest relationships too. Think about your husband and wife and how you have these emotional interactions with them every day. Maybe something is angering you, bothering you, irritating you. You got to learn to control and filter those emotions. And then you've got to learn to communicate and express what you're feeling in a healthy manner. So that, in a nutshell, is a picture of emotional intelligence. Daniel Goleman, who's an internationally known psychologist, his 1995 book, Emotional Intelligence, was on the New York Times bestseller list for a year and a half. It has more than 5 million copies in print worldwide in 40 languages. He built a framework for emotional intelligence. And I thought this was really good. The first part of this five-part framework is self-awareness. That's recognizing your own emotions and their, the effects of those emotions on others. Knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Having a sense of self-worth and knowing your capabilities. So self-awareness. The second part of his framework is self-regulation. That's essentially self-control. Controlling your emotions and impulses. Being trustworthy. These are elements to his uh, model of self-regulation. Being conscientious, right? So you're aware of people and what's going on around you. Being adaptable. Third part of his framework is motivation. So what drives you? And 
having commitment and having initiative and having optimism. All of those are a part of the third part of his framework. The fourth part of his framework is empathy. And just before I get into this, well, real quick, I had a conversation with my cousin a week ago. My grandma passed away. We all got together as a family, celebrated her life, had a funeral. And I was driving with him one night to pick up a Thai dinner. It was amazing, by the way. Super hot. I like spicy Thai dinners. So I was driving with him to pick up Thai and I got like a medium plus spice level or maybe hot. And it was amazing. And we began to talk about uh, the current education system because he's brilliant. He has more degrees than Fahrenheit. He has like three master's degrees, doctorate degree. Uh, He's top of his class in every degree, like amazing, brilliant. One of the things that struck me in the conversation that he said to me as a deficiency in our current education system was that we are not teaching students empathy. And he felt like empathy was a core for developing young men and women and cultivating uh, young men and women in our education system. What is empathy? Empathy is understanding others. It's the ability to understand them, to develop other people, to meet the needs of other people, um, to read groups and their emotional currents and their structures of power relationships, the ability to discern the group dynamic and individuals and, and relate to them in an empathetic manner. And so it's a really, really important building block in emotional intelligence. So the fifth part of his emotional intelligent framework, intelligence framework, part of me is social skills. These are skills like influence, communication, conflict management, All of us need to do a better job of that, right? Leadership, initiating and managing change, nurturing instrumental relationships on a team, collaboration and cooperation on a team, creating group synergy and pursuing collective goals and results. And so you've got five parts to Daniel Goleman's emotional intelligence framework, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills, all which are essential and super valuable and important as we are thinking about our own emotional health. And then on the scale of what we're talking about, emotional intelligence, understanding our own emotions, controlling and filtering our emotions, expressing our emotions in a healthy way, and then relating to others emotionally and in an emotionally healthy way manner, engaging with their emotions and relating to them in an emotionally healthy manner. So today we'll stop there. Next week, we'll pick up on where do emotions come from? And then we'll get into how to be emotionally healthy. I think there's some things that I'm going to talk about next week that are really life-changing. They've been for me and I hope they are for you. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next week. That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a new podcast and I would love for your help to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media and write a review on iTunes. Thanks for your support. 
I can't wait to join with you next Tuesday for another episode of Better Days. 